Welcome to another edition of Lunch with Dr. Cooper podcast. Thanks for joining us as we talk to another member of the Regional One Health family about one of our premier behaviors. Today, I'm joined by Jimmy Atun-Lachey as the practice manager for Harbor of Health Primary Care, as well as occupational health in our employee health and wellness clinic. As such, Jenny plays a big role in helping both our patients and our employees be healthy. It also means that he works with a lot of different people, with a lot of different personalities who are dealing with a lot of different needs and challenges. Doing that successfully uh, means having strong relationships in a positive work environment. And one thing that is crucial to making that happen is you have to be able to trust each other. Jimmy has found ways to make that happen, which we'll hear about today. So we're excited to talk to him about our premier behavior of build a culture of trust. Jimmy, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much, Dr. Kufford. It's nice to be here. Just before we get into the questions, how long have you been with Regional One Health? Uh, I say it's about eight months now. I started in June last year, four days before my birthday. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, very good. And how have you liked working for Regional One Health in those eight months? It's been, it's been a great experience. It's been a really good experience. Very good. We're, I've heard nothing but good things of what you've done at Harbor of Health and helping us with our employee health and wellness clinic. Um, so let's start out by telling us more about the multiple hats that you wear. You're here at Regional One Health. You work with a team to take care of our um, patients and our employees. Um, what are the different challenges involved with each of those? Um, it's two different demographics, uh, kind of, but we see everybody as patients. Mm-hmm. So um, as manager for Harbor of Health, um, the needs for that clinic are a little bit distinct from the needs for the health and wellness clinic. Um, we try to make sure we provide um, services and meet, meet our patients where they are and get them to where they need to be. Um, with our Harbor of Health Clinic um, in Harbor Town, um, we have a great team there. Um, I joined them and I just, you know, it was easy for me to just get on with them. It was, it was actually a fantastic process for me there with the Health and Wellness Clinic. Um, we, we built that um, with my leadership team and with the new people that joined in uh, and also trying to get our employees in, uh, get them the care they need. It's, it's been a great experience. The experience starting up a new clinic and continuing with what was already there is two different things, and it's been great. Well, very good. Well, that's um, um, yeah, it's good to hear your, your experience and perspective as a new person coming in. Now, the next question talks about um, gaining patients' trust. I'm a general surgeon. I remember the days when I would go to the emergency room and someone needed an operation, and I'd walk in, and they didn't know me from Adam. Um, but I knew the first thing I had to get them to do was trust me that I could get them through the operation. Um, and, and, and that's no different than what you're trying to do in both of these arenas. It's important for, in order to deliver care that the patients trust you, that the employees trust you. So in your experience, why is trust so important when it comes to helping patients improve their health? And how do you get to go about establishing that trust with patients? Um, it, it starts from when you walk through the door. Um, and communication is very, very important um, with building trust, uh, you know, with patients. From the moment they walk through the door, the first person they see, our front desk person that they see and they talk to, um, that already initiates the process of building trust. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that person is smiling, whether that person is, you know, having, you know, not so welcoming demeanor, then that's a problem. 
they're already worried. They're already on the, you know, a little bit iffy. But when we, you know, have people that communicate, give a positive them, you know, then we that's the first step in building trust. We're adding to that trust bank. And then we have a very, very uh, wonderful provider at Harbor of Health, Thomas Bayard. She's fantastic with the patients. Every time we get patient experience scores, they always say things about, you know, beautiful things about her in the comments. And that shows us, that's an indication that that's trust there. Patients like to come because they know that if they come with any concerns, the provider is there to see them. My role in helping us build that trust as Harbor of Health as a clinic is by making sure that all my team members have everything they need to make sure that they can they can provide the care that we uh, our patients need. So they have to trust me so that they can show trust or win the trust of the patients. And um, how I can do that is when I when I give them my word and I say, I know we're out of test kits, I'm gonna get it for you guys tomorrow. Um, they have to be able to trust me to, to go ahead and provide that. And um, um, it, it, it was a journey building trust with that team as a new manager. And I feel like so far so good. I've been adding more and more to that trust bank. Um, yeah. Well, and that kind of goes into my next question. It's, you know, we, we established the importance of trust with our patients. Mm-hmm. They, they want to know that they're in an environment where people care about them. We're going to take care of them. Um, but now it's it's the employees, and that's what you're you're saying. So I'm gonna ask kind of two questions here. One, you've you've pretty much answered that you you gain your trust with your employees by by being honest and truthful and 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 delivering where you say you are. But when you're managing an employee clinic, um, there's some degree of fear that my business is going to be all throughout the hospital, be posted on billboards and. And everyone will know what what's going on. Um, what do you have to do extra for employees to get them to feel comfortable to be seen by a in hospital um, um, clinic um, to be able to trust that the care A will be delivered and the confidentiality will be kept, um, which is extremely important. So with that, we get in front of it instead of waiting for them to start having those conversations and the murmurings going around. Instead of allowing that happen, we get in front of it and we say, hey, this is how this clinic is run. We save your information in a different location in the system, which is not accessible to any other person in the entire system. And so like that, they begin to understand, okay, when I go to this clinic, my information is going to be saved different. We also prioritize um, discretion very, very, very much. And we let them know when you come to this clinic, you're going to see a provider and you do not have to be worried. Nobody's shouting at the top of their voice and saying, hey, uh, come by, or calling your name and say, hey, you're here for this. Uh, your provider's ready to see you. That's a lot of discretion. Uh, very, very professional communication when people come to the clinic. We make sure that while they're in front, we're speaking in a very low tone, but they can hear us and their, their information cannot be heard by anybody else. Um, and majorly, their information cannot be assessed by anybody else in, in the system. Um, and when it comes to follow-ups and things like that, we give the employees a direct line to the clinic so they don't have to call the access center. Nobody needs to know that they are placing an appointment with the clinic. Mm-hmm. They can call the clinic directly and we schedule them ourselves. So this, this kind of information we try to share with them and let them know. And um, we, we try to make it as welcoming as possible with um, the, uh, let me say, the body language that we, we, we give. I remember about two weeks ago, 
I sent um, two of my team members, and I was doing it in a rotational um, structure, sending them to customer service trainings mm. so that they can acquire the skill, understand why the skills are important, and how they will apply it whenever patients come in, employees in this case. Well, that's that's um, that's so important, and it's impressive that you're taking the, the time and intentionality to um, make sure that your team is um, is prepared because um, confidentiality in all patients are is important, important. But it's it's even doubly important when you're dealing with with fellow employees in an organization. So we talked a little bit um, earlier about you've been here eight months, um, and and. Um, you walk into two entities. The um, Harbor of Health has been there. It's had its ups and downs. It's had some good times and bad times. It's had difficulties sometimes with providers and um, and staff. Um, you've had the occupational health that you know we went through the the years of COVID and they got burnt out and 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 probably weren't dealing with the most happiest of people. Um, so how do you come marching in and you're the new guy and, and you know, I've seen it all before. You're the 15th practice manager we've had or whatever. What do you do to, to, um, to win me over? Because I'm looking at you skeptical. And, and, and you look, you know, we're not going to ask how old you are, but you look like you're, you don't have grades. Um, and so um, how do you come in as that new guy that's going to help me believe that we're really going to do something different? It's, it's the smile, Dr. Kufu. It's just ah, the smile. <laughs> engaging smile. Very yeah. good. Well, that's, so that's good. I, I, do, um, I, I do my best to uh, be close to, to, to my employees, you know, have a personal relationship with them. That's also professional. When I come in, I don't just walk and go to my office. I, I go by each and every one of them. I, when I started doing it at first, they, they were not used to it. They were like, why is he checking up on me every time? <laughs> but they began to understand why. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, hey, what's happening? How's your week going? Uh, are you planning to have any PTO sometime soon? Do you want me to know what's happening? You know, and I check on each of them like that. And now they're used to it. When I walk in and I'm about to just go and get into my office and do something I really need to do, they want to spend time with me. And I, I'm beginning to see the fruit of that labor that I put mm-hmm. in on the front end. And so now I know um, I can reach out to them real quick, send them an email and say, hey, um, I'm not going to be at this location today. I'll be at the other location. Mm-hmm. Feel free to you know, give me a call, text me if you need anything real quick. And whenever they need me, I try to be there as much as possible. And whenever I cannot be there, I reach out to my leadership, my director, and say, hey, I need help with this. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just make sure even when I cannot be there, I can provide them the help they need wow. to the best of my capacity. So wow, that, that, That's powerful, and that's, that's good leadership. And um, people... People enjoy working for people who care about them. Yeah. Um, you know, I can act like I care about you, but my actions don't always say that. But when you have a, a leader who um, um, really wants to engage, it, it goes it goes miles and miles to where you want to go. Um, I know this very well as CEOs. Um, sometimes when you're trying to implement good strategies um, toward building trust, they don't yeah. always go as planned. Um, and what do you, what do you do in situations where there's conflict that could erode trust or whether it be a patient with a member of your team or someone you report to, um, kind of go through that so people can understand your, your way of, of dealing with it and the successes that you've had. Um, 
Yeah, especially in, in times where there's conflict, uh, it, it takes a lot of patience uh, and a lot of uh, communicating in compassion and love uh, for people to understand where you're coming from. Because mm-hmm. if the communication is too direct, people might feel like that's a confrontation coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I take my time patiently to explain, hey, this is where I'm seeing it, this is where I'm coming from, what's the issue, how can I help? This is what I want from this conversation. This is what I, I want this department to look like in the end. Can you help me build that? Can we do this together? Let me know what your challenges are. Um, people usually are defensive if they think you just want to win. But if I let them know, I want this to be a win-win, can we win together? And I think they're more open. They begin to open up and I begin to put my own demands forward, see where I can compromise or where I cannot. Um, and I think that really does help. It takes time, um, and especially with the fear of not knowing the personality that you're dealing with, you, it, it might be it might be hard. But if we do that patiently, it's always worked for me. Always worked. For me. And and there's value in admitting wrong when you when you propose something that that's yep. not that's not right. Accountability. Um, and and sometimes leaders our egos get in the way and and. Um, but to, to be able to to be able to take that step back is, yep. is so important because your um, team knows that you value their opinion. Yep. Um, well, that's, that's very good. So you're a practice manager. You're running Harbor of Health um, employee um, health and wellness area. Um, I'm watching this podcast. I'm saying, well, that doesn't apply to me. I'm I work. Um, as a nurse on 5B, I work in EVS. I work in dietary. I'm in IT. Um, I get how you need to build trust. How can you, what can you give to those individuals watch, watching this podcast that allow them to understand that value and how they can incorporate it into their daily lives um, to make it real to them? Hmm. That's a good, that's a very good question, Dr. Poopwood. Um, I think how we can incorporate it in our daily life is we have to see trust as, as a bank. You just have to keep putting something into that, that bank every once in a while. Every time you have an opportunity to work with your manager on a project, work with a patient, interact with a patient, um, you have expectations that are, you know, or tasks given to you, that's an opportunity. Every, everything you do is an opportunity to win trust. And the more you deposit into it, the more it builds. Uh, the more you do not deposit into it, the more you're in deficit because people begin to look at you and say, uh, I don't know if this person can, if I can trust this person this way. But if I, every opportunity I have, I can, I can show a reason why someone should trust me. Um, I think, I think that would really help. And that means more opportunities will open up for you as an individual or for your practice or um, with your leaders. They know, oh, I've worked with this person one or two times. They didn't disappoint me. Mm. Um, I think I can, I can trust them with this one. Um, and then they give you that more opportunity, and that gives you opportunity for growth. It gives you a good reputation in your organization, um, and people have good things to say about you. People care about you. Whenever you have a problem, and then you go to someone about it, they're like, "Yeah, if if he's coming to me, then he really does need help, and they'll be willing to help as well." So I think there's a different facets where it ha- um, applies applies, and even in personal life with with family and friends. You know, it, it could also be very, very, very important that mm-hmm. we're in, in our small circles, you know, that's always that friend that you have that you can be like, oh, yeah, 
if I need help, I can reach out to this person. And I think it's very, very important. We can't, we can't go through life without it. Well, um, for everyone listening and, and watching this podcast, th that's great advice um, for you to, to consider. Well, Jimmy, thank you for sharing your insight um, today and in, in how we can build that culture of trust. And it is so important in our premier behaviors that we um, do that as one of our foundational things, if you have said. One of my biggest takeaways from our conversation is the idea that starting at the core of our mission, which means thinking about what's best for our patients, because they're the ones who are the most vulnerable and they're laying there or coming for help. Um, and, and they want to know that they're coming into a, an environment that values trust. Um, the reason all of us are here is to provide exceptional patient care and, and create exceptional patient experiences, the best possible outcomes for our patients. If we all keep this in mind, we're all acting from the same place, putting the patient first. We may still have differences in approaches, as we kind of um, briefly talked about in ideas, but we can trust that the person we're working with also has that fundamental goal in mind. I encourage each of us to take that first step in building that trust. Approach your workday with patience as a top priority. If your team runs into challenges, work through them with the understanding that everyone wants to have um, and find a solution that benefits the patients. Do we respectfully, patiently, and with an open mind. We're all in this together, and we all have to trust and depend on each other. Thank you for joining us today. We'll look forward to seeing you for the next Lunch with Dr. Coopwood. Please enjoy this podcast. And again, Jimmy, thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much, Dr. Coopwood. You've been listening to Lunch with Dr. Coopwood, a podcast series that features Dr. Coopwood in conversations with people around Regional One Health and elsewhere who are making a difference with our premier behavior.